0: I learned that he has never found a treasure chest before. They took that. In. I haven't been attacked, and I haven't found: You,
1: a, you haven't I found any treasure, treasure
0: yet. That's all. Okay, this guy can go next. Is there a scuba diver out there?: can we that's get been a, attacked? A scuba diver with one arm?: <laughs> That has actually done something like been attacked. Old school, bitches.
1: The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando.
0: this place just the way we want it. Right when we claim bankruptcy, I'll have it exactly where we want it. <laughs> James is like, I can't hear any more of this negativity. <laughs> um, you got any decaf over there? <laughs> All right. Good, I'm glad I brought a backup negative. <laughs> never hear about a cat going jumping in front of a bullet or saving their owner or... or yeah, this cat walked 900 miles in the snow to get back to his owner's house. Those stories don't exist. No. But they abound in the dog world. Cats. They're fucking cats, man. I know you did, because I did. Oh, yeah. We all, all men did. We did stupid, stupid I do. Shit. I look in the we mirror every abuse. day and I go, you're stupid.
1: <laughs> you're stupid. stupid. <laughs> you're never going to amount to anything. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll do a short one about safety. We got any good safety
0: jokes? Why don't we just do an ad lib like off the cuff? It might be it's risky, but that's what Great Dive Podcast is all about. <laughs> Being risky. <laughs> yes. Yeah, risky. Here.
1: Oh, look at you with all the resources. So uh hey, welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast. It's nostalgia week here at uh, the Great Dive Podcast <laughs> compound. As Brando is completing his move and he's got boxes of old dive gear and dive magazines and clippings and it looks like a scrapbooker's convention going on in this place.
0: uh, I have pictures of me with hair, lots of jet (laughs) black, beautiful, luscious, soft flowing hair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you know that these are old. These are definitely old. It's
0: either old or a fairy tale. It's so old that it's like a fairy tale. So yeah, maybe we do a little, a little reminiscing over the old, good old days of scuba diving, coming up through the '90s, the tech rage. Oh, Want to just whatever? grab a couple
1: magazines, sure. and then just uh, we'll just kind of go back and forth on an interesting article.
0: Yeah, I like that. Or an interesting headline. I like to see the headline. Yeah, yeah, that's for usually for sure. What sure. grabs me. But why don't you
1: grab a like a handful? Grab some random ones in those boxes.
0: I've got a bunch here. Midwest Dive News, September 2009. So that wasn't that old. That's hard, not that though. old. That one has to go. Remember this old magazine, uh, Underwater USA? Oh,
1: yeah, the newspaper?
0: Yeah, newspaper-type magazine. What's the That's kind of here? the problem
1: with the digital world today. Is we've, we've, we've lost that uh, physical th- that, paper that magazine just laying around. As is, is wonderful it is, is that, that you can easily access so much stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't know if people will like this episode or not, but we'll, what the hell, it's a little different. Give it a shot. If they don't, we'll like give it a it, shot. Yeah. If
1: they don't like it, you know, hit em. <laughs> <laughs> If They don't like it. Stop this. and Go back and listen to something else, and uh, come back to us next week. Actually, if you don't like it, let us know that you didn't like it, and then come and, back next week and tell us why. And, yeah, and tell us why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we this can't is... we can't read your minds. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna have fun with this. If you don't like it, twenty five. Tune years in ago. next week, and um, if you did like it, give us a you know, little pat on the back.
0: And if you don't know if you liked it or not liked it, just say you liked it.
1: If you liked it, buy a t-shirt so you can wear your t-shirt around and tell everybody how much you like this episode. If you <laughs> didn't like it, you should buy a t-shirt to tell everybody that you didn't like an episode of the show of t-shirt you're wearing.
0: That's a good point. Buy a t-shirt and write on it episode sixty nine. Episode sixty nine, run right? No, seventy. Seventy. Oh, that was sixty nine last week. Yeah. yeah,
1: seventy episodes.
0: Can you believe that? No. Feels like I remember after 62. episode. It only feels like 62.
1: I remember right? after releasing episode two, like, people looking cool. at me going, "You really think you going really keep this up? You guys ain't I got, got a ah. last
0: pass for? Like, I think we got a, I think we got a few episodes in us. Yeah, and we're still going along. Yeah. We've resorted to pulling out old magazines. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still No doing this it. is listening. listen I, I really came with a, a real
1: episode prepared. Yeah but but push it this off. is uh we're going to push it off till next week and th- this might be fun. Let's see where it goes.
0: Yeah so I'm looking at I'll start here. Go for I, it. I, what do you, so what do you have? I'm looking at the old Underwater USA uh magazine which is kind of like an uh newspaper type magazine looks like i don't know if anybody can remember out there but the old um they're still there the little tabloid newspapers at the grocery store yeah like
1: a national Enquirer, Enquirer. exactly yeah. yeah that's why that one has a picture of the loch ness monster exactly. on the front found <laughs> yeah. in lake huron monster.
0: nessie no actually it's a it says bat cat- boy goes <laughs> scuba diving bat boy found at white star quarry <laughs> There you go. Shout out to White Star Quarry and Bad Boy.
1: Wait, are you saying Brad Pitt and Angelina (laughs) Jolie are going diving? Is that what that (laughs) says? Get remarried and
0: divorced all on the same dive. They adopt a (laughs) quarry, an Asian quarry, quarry from Africa, third world quarry. But quarry, nevertheless, uh, they're always helping out the underprivileged quarries. Anyway, this is a uh, now. Were from, they out of um,
1: where? Uh, where are they out of again? Is that weren't they local?
0: I think it's uh, somewhere out of uh, the Midwest, like Pennsylvania or something to that effect. It's um, yeah, Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. It says, Ooh. which I think that's just where they published it. I'm okay, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I thought, uh, yeah, I thought they were all over the place. Yeah, I thought
1: they were over here in the Midwest somewhere. All right, so what? Uh, what kind of headlines?
0: <laughs> well, from this this issue is from April. Of 1993, Volume Nine, Number Eleven, and the the uh, cover is a picture of a diver in a in a very colorful wetsuit, breathing a Sherwood rag and a Giganto knife. The old Giganto knives that used to be very popular.
1: Let me it, see that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Good old Sherwood Blizzard, an old school Blizzard regulator.
0: Well, and I remember Sherwood old... was the cold water rag of choice back in the day.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Way back in the day.
1: What, what always killed me is um, that, that blizzard and then the oasis. <laughs> right, so, so they got the, the cold. The, the blizzard? We got it all covered uh, in right. and It's the same regulator.
0: It <laughs> doesn't matter.
1: They got the little veins on the inside. Wait to all
0: the divers <laughs> here that all the regulators are the same regulator.
1: <laughs> they have the little veins on the inside for, you know, Shifting, moistening yes. the air and, and keeping your throat, you know, moist and fresh with the oasis when you're down in that warm salt water. Word. But then on the blizzard, it was the same pieces of metal that was there to yeah, it was supposed give to, it was you the better heat sink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right. laughs>
0: and well. So this one is California's Remote Channel Island, The Over 40 Diver, Part 2. Ooh, well, this might hit oh, a few yeah, people at yeah. home. You, Jamesy. Well, now well, it will, yes. Years, yes. There, was, there, was, there was a
1: day where I would laugh at that article. I would have said, <laughs> fact, ne- if if Over dive, 40, you then. should
0: not be diving. You, gotta, you used to get up on your podium. <laughs> Diving over 40 should not Over 40
1: not be you diving. should be telling stories about diving, not doing it. Over 40 you should have a podcast about diving, <laughs> <I> mean, not,
0: <laughs> not doing it. Cuz you're a risk.
1: Well, actually we, we did uh we did learn when we were doing that that Dan episode that as you age beyond 40, you have a large spike in the number of injuries and accidents well, and heart then, attacks, and then and then 50 know. again. Yeah. So you I mean you're in the the death group I and mean, you're like a walking you got a set of fins in your hand. You well. are like on the verge of a fatality.
0: That's kind of a misleading stat. The I'm thing is, saying, as a, you get older, we go, we go <laughs> by you're statistics. Going to die. There's big bold lies, little white lies, and statistics. This is why I always carry a pocket mask <laughs> whenever I'm diving with you. <laughs> Thanks, brother, and <laughs> yeah. oxygen bottle. Yeah, I like to look at him and go, "Could this cover be a cover for a magazine today?" And I don't think so because of the gear basically it's old school gear
1: oh you know you're looking at throwback
0: yeah for plus sure. he's using uh air mcdoodle it looks like if uh i'm not mistaken the, the sherwood version of the air mcdoodle or a two sub version yeah, that's no, that, Tusa, no, that that is it? the uh that's the old scuba pro one oh it's the Scuba. oh yeah it's got the white button there i see it remember sherwood had that it was just like another regulator put on your uh it's like another second stage yeah. <laughs> on your on your inflator Yes. Interesting. Everybody's crazy. tried it. I'm talking manufacturers, not diapers,
1: but yeah. The, the Sherwood with the second stage, it had like a little two, three inch hose yes. connected off of the inflator coming off the end. So you still had that traditional BCD inflator, and then you had this right. second stage, the shadow, I think they called it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good good memory, Jamesy. Wow.
1: That wasn't so much an air McDoodle as much of it. it was it like a was, air though. big Mac. <laughs>
0: Yes, that's an air whopper. It's more like an air whopper with cheese. But an air something, uh, nevertheless. But the over 40 diver part two, a little blurb up in the right corner about right whales. But dive Florida, Minnesota, New Mexico, New York, testing Kodak's underwater film. Ho, 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 for the photographers out there. Now, this looking? is,
1: uh, what you say, 25 years ago? This is what? This is
0: 25 years ago now. So this is April 1993, and you can kind of see how far we've come. But the dive, I'm looking, Nitrox. Nitrox license is, license is the top story. What's it say? Nitrox license is the top story. It says, Hyperbarics International out of Key Largo. And if people ever go down to Key Largo, you can still go walk by. I think they still have the chamber there. Old well, Dick a you know, Yeah, but...
1: You know, ocean diver. There, you know, he was right below ocean divers. Yes, exactly. But ocean divers just got bought up by a rainbow oh. reef. Did they boot. I over? don't
0: know. I don't know. I was there for the longest time, and I haven't. Yeah, this, this checked just that happened recently, so
1: years, I haven't. Probably. I don't have all the the, the fresh news. But, but if, if you are yeah, so he had a cool little shop yeah. and he was always
0: a real interesting he guy was, to yeah. chat with. One of the pioneers of uh, pushing nitrox for the recreational diver, and they, they'd, always be, they'd always
1: be sitting down there. Like recently, you know, he was basically retired. He just would sit and hang out, you know, at the dive shop at that little yeah hyperbaric. They had a picnic table out front. He was, he was old. <laughs> they'd just be sitting out there drinking beers, and you know, he'd have a, like a that group, a glimpse of our future. A, Do a, we a, have a, a group of guys. <laughs> All they needed were, was a microphone, some <laughs> headphones, and they, they would have had a podcast. They right could there. have just
0: kept the, the story going. But everybody
1: would get back from the boat, yeah. You know, drop off at Ocean Divers there. I think the pub next door was uh, Sharky's. Is that the name of the pub yeah, right there? Yeah, I think you're right. And then they'd grab got a bucket good of beers, grab crap, a bucket yeah. of beers, and sit around and chat with yeah. Dick. And you know, uh, there there'd be a couple of uh, his buddies
0: hanging around there too. So. Nice. So it's interesting. They say uh, Hyperbarics International Key Largo obtained the license for a quote-unquote continuous nitrox mixer from NOAA last November. So they had to get a license for for a continuous nitrox mixer
1: for the continuous one because they were working with pure O2 mixing right into the
0: yeah into the air. Well, because it was yeah.
1: pretty voodoo science back then, for yeah. the most part, because it was a bunch of uh. Bunch of scuba it was di- perceived as voodoo well, it was science. A, yeah. Well, yeah, because it was a it bunch of scuba no, divers yeah. basically taking some yeah, mathematical is, science yeah. that they, they probably hadn't messed with since algebra It's science one bitch. in ninth grade. Physics and science, yeah. Because yeah, there, no, there there, there were stories of plenty of people building their homemade little nitrox planting yeah.
0: stations and blowing themselves kaboom. up. Well yeah. That's part of the the draw of scuba diving. <laughs> <laughs> you may blow yourself up.
1: I need a Back then, I, I need an activity I can do well
0: ma- humans humans are drawn to risk, don't you think oh. certain humans they're trying to take the risk out of scuba diving because it sells more, it sells easier, but it doesn't sell to the same type of person i mean we, we wouldn't be scuba diving if there weren't people who who loved risk they they uh, yearned for risk, risky undertakings. If there were none of those people, if we were the safety world that we're trying to go to right now, there would be no scuba diving, not in the sense that we know it. Right. Well, I, th- I think a lot of people get into it for that that risk, no doubt
1: about it. But I think when you come into it and you come into it with somebody who can show you some brains behind it, you you learn that you can have a, a whole lot of fun. Without the risk.
0: Well, it's still a risk. But then, but but it's, then there's.
1: It's yeah, but then there's still, people, there's
0: still people that want to ignore that and just keep it risky. Basically, you purposely have to do it unsafely now. You have to throw away anything that we've learned up to this point and do whatever the hell you want. You know, like we're talking about deep air and things like that. And that's where the risk starts to come in. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, yeah,
1: absolutely. And like, um, I don't know that a lot of other activities would have, like, this side to it like mountain biking or yeah. even even parachuting or rock climbing because I don't think you have the ability to injure somebody else because of your actions like you do in scuba right i mean your know, things it, it's not a buddy related
0: true you're not you, you know, know, super dependent on a, another person quote unquote team member yeah yeah, yeah. i mean
1: you you uh, you know try to do a ridiculous jump you know on a, on a mountain bike and you or like you blow Cleveland. the tire and you break the frame in half okay you're just walking down the hill carrying your broken bike yeah. it doesn't really affect your buddy right right like making a, a grave error underwater that results in them trying to help you and now we put two people in jeopardy
0: yeah. It's a little, bit or you different. get lost underwater, and a team has to go search for you, and the team is in jeopardy now. Yeah, and, because you've got cetera, you've got these restrictions
1: yeah. of gas, time, decompression that you, you know, even if you're doing some extreme snowboarding or backcountry skiing, you get caught in an avalanche. You know, yeah, that sucks. But I mean, a team could take days and get you, and yeah, but you still put the team at risk. Sure, so, sure. Yeah.
0: But it's not under the same parameters of oh, of a dive diving. team. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a, little a little bit of bit a different, different game. I think yeah. that's where. Speaking of Evil Knievel, yeah. So we were out to dinner the other day, and uh, an Evil Knievel was there. It was Evil Knievel's kid, I think, or an Evil Knievel impersonator, and he's he jumped. The, he's the, doing the, the, bar. the uh, Caesar's yeah. Palace. Yeah, I saw jump. that. I okay, saw that. know how he got the name Evil Knievel? No, it was uh, the guy he was in prison with when he led him on that that chase and got caught his last name was uh spelled weird but it was pronounced waffle and they called him awful waffle and he was his like bunk mate there he adopted the name evil knievel so it was evil knievel and awful waffle Nice, nice yeah so that's the story of where they got the name but uh the guy's spirit you know his uh he never quit. Brought himself up from basically a high school dropout and did anything.
1: Yeah, to become world famous.
0: Yeah, and he uh, kept pushing the limits in his particular endeavor, which he, you know he was a stunt biker. He became a stunt biker by chance, you know. Right, right. He worked in motorcycle places and bike shops, kind of thing. And
1: yeah, he was just a wild dude.
0: He was crazy, and I was trying to tell my kids about Evil Knievel because when I was a kid, man, Evil Knievel oh, was man. huge. Yeah, he was in the yeah. news all the time. He, uh, you know, TV jumping sneakers, River Canyon was big. Anyway, he was here. I was trying to explain to, to my kids, you know, this is, uh, they don't make them like this anymore. They kind of broke the mold. Now everybody's pretty politically correct. Evil Knievel would not have been politically correct. And that's probably why I like him.
1: Hey, look at this. Wait,
0: I'm not done. <laughs> Sport Diver, yeah, Sport Diver—the ultimate underwater experience. In my humble opinion, Sport Diver was the beginning of the end of scuba magazines. Well, this is April of 1996, so yeah, it was. That was the beginning of the end of scuba magazines. (laughs) I—I don't know. I keep—I know. know know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding too, because I always looked at him like, "What the hell happened to Skin Diver? Skin Diver was always the." And the old Scuba Pro magazine. I used to have a Scuba Pro magazine around here somewhere. That was the first one I got. When but
1: I check out, there. check out this cover on uh, this. I mean, I mean, you talk about classic
0: old school shot, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That that's a dry suit. It's yeah, it's a an old red Poseidon, and blue old Poseidon Bright. uni suit. <laughs> yes.
1: Chicken and, chick. and like an old school old school uh, harness. So no BCD. This is um, or I mean no sport BCD.
0: Yeah, this is a a harness type. Maybe there's a back flotation. Well, yeah, Yeah. there is back there. Yeah, it's probably one of those those old at packs. Is she wearing the twins? No, that looks like a single tank. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say that the uh, hose protector coming off the side. You know what I like about that is like immediately when I look at that picture, I think of Jacqueline Bisset in the uh, not the abyss but the deep because of the mask. Remember she had that mask? Oh, yeah, yeah. That big single-lens mask with the uh, the purge right on the nose. So you could see her whole face in it. And those photographers know that that's an underwater model-type mask.
1: So. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Jacqueline Bisset, she had like a real old school. Yeah, she was in like a basically a harness. Yeah, well, I yeah, mean, yeah. it was like in the 70s. Yes. You know, um, yeah. the old yeah. you know, black rubber, metal-framed. That's We're what I noticed first when a... I would see that. But yeah, this one is you know the blue. When I saw
0: the scene underwater in the movie, I noticed the harness and her mask. Is that what you noticed? That's what I noticed first. In a weight belt. Uh, I'll never, I'll never forget her weight belt. <laughs> if she's even wearing a weight you belt. Don't. Or that she was,
1: you know, wearing gloves, and I, I remember that she had yeah. gloves on her hands. Well, you had to have gloves. Like, like that's when I first think of Jacqueline Bisset in the deep. I think oh. remember her having those gloves on her hands. Yes, and her hair was and I the think, blue water, uh, like back. the blue water of oh, yeah. where they were diving. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful. But on this sport diver, right again, she's got that big open single frame. Or yeah, single lens, single lens, mask, single lens yeah. mask, right? So you can yeah. really see the eyeballs. So the photographers always love that because you can really see, can see face the face yeah. of the
0: model. Well, that's the thing with it. When you're taking pictures of people, you want the eyes. I mean, most most of the time.
1: But she's not got one know. of those old school decor backpacks on, you know, with the, the weight belt buckle release shoulders. And, Is decor but, still but it's around? A real clean... Decor's not even Well, they were anyway. bought out by Mari. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. But they've that. kept them around, like the name... And I, I've heard they, that they've recently re, they're going to come back with decor. Well, they relaunched a like a small line out of like some big box store stuff Did out you, of out yeah. of like um, I want to say like Boat US or, or or somewhere in
0: Asia. They're doing like. Did you know there's kitchen appliances called Decor? Really? <laughs> what? 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 Yeah, high end kitchen appliances Decor line. Check them out. I'm gonna let's but get fits. him on. Let's get him as a sponsor. <laughs> let's get him. In. We get da- sponsored by Decor, not the dive gear. Decor Appliances, kitchen appliances.
1: They uh, they've got a uh, a spatula looks just like a fin. <laughs> but this one, um, this has got got something on it, like a couple things on the the headlines that I've always wanted to do. Giant octopus. That That's, is, yeah the, the, oh, the up cool. there in yeah. like the Pacific Northwest yeah.
0: I haven't seen any of the big giant octopus that would be pretty sweet and most then, people who see them never live to tell about seeing them you sure you want that
1: release the kraken <laughs> and then this other one I mean this is a this is a trip of a, a trip of a lifetime that I've been wanting to do for a very long time muskegon no hamtramck uh, this looks like one of the coolest dives to go do Logistically, logistically, kind of difficult, but you talk about something unique that uh, few have done is
0: join an underwater expedition to the Amazon. Now that would be pretty cool. You know, Amanda Cotton has some pictures of crocodiles, and I think that's the Amazon she took yeah, them somewhere near there. That was uh, and then uh, amazing. remember
1: Jockey and the boys did a expedition Jockey, to, uh, to yeah, the Amazon, yeah. I do like they. Like, I want to say they took the. Uh, they, didn't they take the Calypso down the Amazon? I don't think
0: they they did, but they may have. I don't they think did, they did. They did some expedition in the Amazon.
1: Maybe we should watch that. Check this out. Four days upriver through the heart of darkness. It's still a matter of timing. Pretty cool. I mean, look at the like. It sounds cool. The American, uh, South American crocodile, pink dolphin, electric eels. Anacondas, piranha, river turtles, over 200 species of fish. I mean, this would be like some really wild,
0: really oh, unique the photography. Diving. Which reminds and, me, and we have to do a Sabo River and and photography yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah, no, we that, have a lot of plans. I don't know if we've got no, but
1: this but this is like really similar to that river diving local local diving we were talking about last week because, I mean, the water, right, you're looking at a lot of the browns, the greens. It's not that typical underwater shot of the blues and the colors. This is like a really unique world in order to get a, a, and a really cool shot. And the god rays.
0: The god rays are god. godly. Damn, those god rays the are The god just. rays. How would Christopher Walken talk about god rays?
1: So, he, uh, so in this article... They come across a, a caiman in the water, about a seven-foot caiman. They jumped in to take a peek and was trying to get nice and close to the little, trying to get close to the caiman. There's a really cool shot of him, like, up from underneath. Yeah. You know, trying to get under, you know, the caiman's kind of
0: floating up there at the surface. Yeah, that's definitely a different Different f- underwater photography there. If you look at it, it's just the, the whole color scheme's different. The... The... Uh, Environment, period is different. The things you see. So yeah, it would be cool.
1: He mentions in the end, I decided to go for broke and closed on its foot, which looked immensely powerful. I felt so at ease that I touched its foot twice. Unreal. The old chap didn't move, so I went for a headshot. He was dead. <laughs> the and old the, chap. And then this other guy finishes the article. <laughs> <laughs> These he says, were the last words. From uh, he old. says, but he'd had enough and he took off. What an experience! Pretty cool. Yeah, look at that sweet electric eel. Oh, yeah, cool sweet, stuff!
0: Man. It's uh, it is a pretty neat picture, pretty interesting picture.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I think, um, so the, the, the photos in these days, I mean, we're talking, you're jumping in the water right. with a with 36 exposures or 24 right. exposures. You're a lot more picky. And uh you don't have an LCD screen. Right. You don't know what you're getting until you you're back uh so you got 4 days to capture shots. So you're just like ripping right. Shots as soon as you see something. That's like the difference of like the patience you can have in the water nowadays because you you, you can pull off
0: so many shots. Well oh, you don't even need pa- it's I think it's the other way around. You needed patience there to wait for the exact shot you wanted. Where here you just let them roll, you just spray and pray kind of thing, and you know just rip off five hundred (laughs) shots. It's easy, you know. Well, I I guess what I mean is, like, you could,
1: you can take a bunch of shots and delete them all. Yeah. Right, knowing that you've got an unlimited supply. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. Versus okay. then, like you, you, you saw something coming by. You're like, wow, well, just so quick because it, the environment is so un, yeah. unexpected. You didn't know what you're going to get back then. Like who who was who was going to Amazon in the '90s doing dive dive photo trips? We're not talking about real, Amazon, the real internet uncommon. shopping. Yeah, not internet center. shopping. <laughs> this is like the Amazon this is the actual River.
0: That it's named after. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty cool, man. All right, what else you got yeah, that would over be there cool i'm looking at a at a scuba times from december of nineteen ninety seven so about twenty one years ago uh it says sci fi dive special and it's got sharon stone from uh from the sphere so it talks about being on the set of sphere filming which is a underwater movie from obviously from ninety seven time frame but in inside it has like this future futuristic story they're trying to talk about what's going on in the future and it's based off of this uh sphere movie says the year 2345 the place mother earth like an old episode of the twilight zone the planet is a charred wasteland inhabited by lifeless hairless brain dead drones sounds like your typical high school (laughs) that's evil that's 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 mean yet beneath the sea safely housed in their opulent undersea kingdom a self-indulgent society continues to suck the planet of its precious resources as they live lavish lives of talk show hosts and television evangelists you can see that's where we're heading easily but they have uh they have a bunch of photos of the latest gear one of them is uh the steam machines prism topaz rebreather so this was you know at the beginning of the rebreather oh yeah push and those old Torpedo scooters. The Torpedo scooters you, you, you were the, had one of were those the topical. Yeah, I think I had a Torpedo. I've had, uh, you know, I had a little Mako. I remember, yeah, I remember. Remember the Mako watermelon type? Uh, I think we call them melon or watermelon scooters, whatever. Well, they're they're using these uh, old. Same da- kind of thing. Decor yeah. ones too, yeah. yeah, they're the same kind I of think thing. I think the Decor were less powerful though. I that believe That Mako so. was a bad mamma jamma at times. I mean, not compared to, uh, you know, I went and got my Gavin, a couple of Gavins, and then uh, obviously onto my my ex-scooter, but that old Mako did me well for a long time. I mean, with tow-two divers. We we ran that whole line across Mesa Day with the Mako. Right, I remember towing 2 divers, uh, back and forth. Anyway, they got that kind of stuff. The old Knight Rider. Remember the old Knight Rider? Uh, yeah,
1: those uh, headlamps? underwater headlamps.
0: Yeah. yeah, and of course, uh, Dacor. Dacor again. Yeah, Dacor
1: was in the, because in the, they got their regular in there, and then they're, they're pushing the, that, they got that, uh, you know, Soniform BCD. Soniform was just kind of like knocking off.
0: Remember that shark pod thing? I think it was something that's supposed to repel sharks oh, that you put yeah. on your... Let's see if they, they talk about it in here. Oh, there's all kinds of gear they've got listed here. The Desert Star System. That must have been a GPS. Looks like a GPS. The Diamond uh, BCD. Is that what that is? Anyway, it was a projection of the future. And what are we looking 21 years later?
1: Well, here we go. They uh, they say, inside G2.5's gear bag, here's a rundown of the high-tech gear used for the sub-tech mission. A body glove, 6.5 millimeter dry suit with smooth skin, wrist and neck seals.
0: Is body glove still making wetsuits at all? Boy, I know they've been overrun just, by, like, yeah. Henderson and...
1: Well, in the in the dive community, especially out here, you don't see them much. No. I mean, probably in, in SoCal, still. yeah. yeah. Cochrane Technology, remember Cochrane Cochran, had that, yeah. that Nemesis Nitrox computer was like the, the, the rage. Oh, the Desert Star System was a diver tracker sport, it was a two-part system with a transmitter and receiver ah. that allowed divers to travel up to 2,000 feet from an anchor line. So I remember those. We we sold a few of them at the shop. So basically, you would hook one on the anchor line, and then you could take off swimming. When you're ready to come back, instead of navigating your way back, you could turn the turn the little thing on and it go boop boop boop. Bloop, and a little LCD screen that would tell you left or right, and you could or zoop, was it right LED light? No, it was a little. Well, it was, was it an LCD? Was, yeah, this was oh. the 90s, man. There was no this LED. was the '90s, man. LED. No, LED, no
0: LED. I mean the little diodes. It would say it was, turn. It was like that, but yeah. it was just the the, the black
1: okay. LCD. Yeah. So if you, it was in the middle. If you were on, and then
0: it tick, 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 to the right, tick, 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 to the left. There's one high tech you were, if you were high-tech gear piece that they didn't yeah. get before. I have a couple of bitter memories of things I've been taken to the to the cleaners on. That wasn't one of them. I wonder if if anybody's got one of those. I'd like to hear if they actually used it, and if so, did it work well? What's that? That the Desert Star system. It's a good name for it. Desert Star for scuba. Well, how did what? I guess it's well. It's probably originated in, the, the in a different environment, and then they just applied it to the
1: water. That's my guess. Just make it waterproof. That's why I'm going to come out with a product called the Aqua Finder and sell <laughs> find it to water. desert, desert <laughs> explorers <laughs> so you can find your way back to camp. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that steam machine is a prism closed circuit mixed gas rebreather. I wonder if that's uh, the prism that's so uh, popular through Hollis nowadays, if, if this was the, where this came from. So um, I don't know if they just took the name or they took all the the engineering from this steam machine and made it into what it mm-hmm. is
0: today. Oh, here's a good story: the ghost of Parker Turner. Ooh. For Those who don't know Parker Turner, cave diving pioneer who uh, died in a freak accident. Cave, that's an awesome story and, too, yes.
1: though. You know, we, I've got yes. that story. That whole. We'll have to go through that one. That's, that's a, good a good one. one. That's yeah. a good one. Um, maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do that whole story one of these yes. days. That's, that's, I mean, that's a, an exciting. An episode worth, yeah.
0: Yeah, from a few different uh, people's viewpoints, even people that were. We'll keep there with track. Him. Yeah. Keep track of that one. I need to. Uh, well, here's a, a story by Brett Gilliam. Oh, cool! Meeting Mr. Big eye to eye with a humpback. Now that would be a pretty awesome experience. too. Yeah, that, that has eluded me.
1: Check out this magazine, um, January of two thousand and one. This is a dive magazine out of the UK. But this this is pretty funny. So. A couple pages in, they've got a section, Dive Talking. So it's like the, the letters letter, letters to the editor kind of stuff, you know?
0: Those are always good ones to go over.
1: So Letter of the Month is entitled Virtual Diving. So again, this is 2001, right? After After a summer of disappointing weather, ear infections, and generally not diving for one reason or another, I have decided to give it up. I have decided instead to devote the rest of my life to developing virtual diving, or VD for short. (laughs) Classic. Now, us Americans from New York City or Detroit or some other urban wasteland have a different meaning for VD. (laughs) But so far I have a small, dim, blurry, blue and white telly that you strap directly to your face and a custom-made helmet that is chilled to 8 degrees Celsius. Two special cups seal around your ears and are filled with diluted sewage. You breathe through a regulator mouthpiece that mixes normal air with a fine mist of salt water. The TV can then be set to play a selection of videos. The dead coral garden, the featureless sandy bottom, the lifeless reef, or a UK favorite, spot the fatty. <laughs> wait, wait, no. I, take that back, take <laughs> that back, take that back. Take, it back. <laughs> take that back, take that back. Or a UK favorite, spot the flatty. <laughs> to simulate normal viz, simply switch off the telly. Or better, still, replace it with a conventional scuba mask filled with cold cream of chicken soup. <laughs> I reckon I can get the cost of the VD kit down to about 2000 plus 60 a year to service. But of course, it'll never be as good as the real thing, and I won't really be able to give up UK diving. How else am I ever going to get a ride in a helicopter? Now that was um, the that guy won letter of the month. And you know he won? I'm afraid to ask. He won this awesome a t-shirt but not this awesome Bonica 35mm oh, underwater camera.
0: Oh. Wow. Nice. Remember those things, yes, man. Yes, I might have one out there in my garage.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, awesome stuff, man.
0: Speaking of speaking of letters, so I I was just looking in that Underwater USA I was talking about. Here in the back are the classifieds. Here's the personals. Wait, man, wait, personals. Wait. Oh, get in the out of here! USA. get no, out of here! No. Oh, you want oh, to hear it? Priceless. Well, the yes, first one yes. is Aquanaut's new waterproof underwater paper scuba. Logs, engine room, gifts, uh, package of one hundred for fifteen dollars. Then here's buddy slash companion S W M, which is single white male, dive master, business owner, likes underwater photo, seeks buddy to relocate. Goal meaning the goal of this is companion slash friend slash lover. Must be active, willing to also snowmobile and jet ski. Prefer swf single white female 25 to 35 5 foot 8 or taller thin and attractive i'm 37 5 foot 11 which puts me out of it this. this could be you 180 and degreed and then it's got a phone number kent wonder who that is kent Kent, if you're out there listening and you put this ad in, a work? free T-shirt comes your way if you call in. Did it work for you? Did, did, you, meet,
1: did, you, meet your, uh, did you meet your one and only from that ad?
0: Uh, miscellaneous more? Asian Women Desire Correspondence. <laughs> Sunshine International, Box 5500-JA. Let's <laughs> go diving. Employment Offered, Make $500 an Hour Scuba Diving Proven Method. Put Your C card to use. Send three dollars for info to TDI. <laughs> really, <laughs> yes,
1: 500 bucks an hour.
0: That's a wow.
1: Give me, they got a phone number on oh, there. Right. What's address? Ready? Three bucks. I got the no three. phone,
0: no phone number, but it's out of Texas, Midiathian, Texas. Oil rig diving Louisiana oil rigs offer unique and exciting dive experience. Viz, 70 to 100 feet. Water temps in the 80s, plus huge schools of fish. Great photo and spearfishing opportunities. Three tank dives. Less oh, than two hours from New Orleans. TGIF charters.
1: That was the only personal, though?
0: Yeah, yeah, those were you the got, only personal. Do you have
1: any uh, you more of those Dive USAs?
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's some good stuff here. A decal shop. Oh, here we go. I hope, it, I hope they sell I hope, stickers. <laughs> I hope they've got the term right. Dive shops, resorts, and equipment manufacturers use our decals to promote their business or product. Write slash call for a price list slash samples. Decal shop, out of Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, um, check this out.
1: So here's um, here's an Aqua Core magazine from March of '96. So I go. I think now I'm going to be all into like these letters, letters to the editor, right? <laughs> I like these old ones. This is when I look at first thing from now on. This, these are great. So, wow, 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 wow. We received numerous letters, faxes, phone calls, and emails on our story, Call of a Wawa, that examined extreme air that's, diving. That's pr- old
0: Brett. Yeah.
1: That examined extreme air diving practices. Here's some of what they said. So we, I gotta find that article then. Call the Wawa article. I've got it. Do you? It's in here somewhere. Okay. So we gotta find that one. I gotta I gotta look at that one again. That sounds fun. But uh, somebody writes in the Wawa piece. Brett Gilliam claims he can't explain why he breathes half the gas volume that other people do. Seems pretty clear to me that he enters the water with enough hot air to suffice well into the next decade. <laughs> How
0: come he can't figure that out? (laughs) Brett's taking taking some criticism there.
1: Uh, Dive Fiction. Didn't see the Bee Gees already address the wah-wah issue when Travolta arched over on his back going, wah-wah-wah-wah, staying alive, staying alive. (laughs) 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 Stupid shit. Received the new issue yesterday, and it's great. Everything seems to work well, and it passed the ultimate test. I picked it up, flipped through it, and ended up spending an hour with it. Given my present panicked mindset, that should tell you how good I think the issue was. The Wawa, regarding the Wawa, your coverage was not only excellent, but one of the most intelligent and honest looks at what I think is a developing problem. Your editorial should be reprinted and distributed to every visitor to tech. Honest, I think you did real good on this one. It amazes me that Rodale's is busy Revealing that the Caribbean dive masters hump their students while people are dying from just plain old stupid shit. Exactly the kind of shit you're talking about here. Which is interesting. Oh, we got to find that. That I mean, that's a, you talk about a classic article in the magazines. We have to find that Rodale's Caribbean Cowboys article.
0: Yeah. Fear and loathing. Fear and loathing on the internet. This is a good one. This is talking about when the internet was exploding with all of this uh, vitriol between uh, each other.
1: here's a, here's a good uh, good one. And this is a I mean this is a classic nineties scuba magazine cover right here, right? Bright, soft corals from yeah. uh, the South Pacific. Pink, neon pink woman breathing the old side breathing oceanic omega regulator. Again, the big pink open-faced open, oh, yeah, open yeah. Faced single window mask. But right there at the top, like the big leading story is out of air.
0: Now what? <laughs> Things haven't really changed. Scuba diving magazine.
1: Be a better diver. 23 advanced certifications that you can get to make yourself a better diver. Really? And then on the same uh, same cover, there's an article about never panic again. No! <laughs> Beat panic before it starts. An underwater panic attack can be a life-threatening experience. Follow these tips to keep it from happening. Know what these tips are? I'm listening. Get proper training. Be fit to dive. Visualize the dive. Ask questions if you have any. Hmm. Practice breathing. I
0: do that every day. <laughs> and, and, check, and
1: check all your gear. And then Check all your gear. Then you don't have to worry about panic. Hey, how about this one? Yeah. So uh, letters. The dangers of underweighting. Now keep in mind this is this is two thousand. Recently, and I'm going to let you answer this, and I'm going to give you the answer that they give. Okay. Recently, a dive operator told my newly certified buddy that he had too much weight. I know this is often the case, but they told my buddy he only needed six pounds of weight. He is five feet eleven inches tall and weighs about one hundred and seventy-five pounds. He was diving with a three millimeter Farmer John, I agree that divers need to be educated about the care of our reefs, but I have read more than one article lately about divers ascending uncontrollably for unknown reasons. Could this have been the case in some of these accidents?
0: Is that it? Yes. That, oh, that's I'm a, waiting. That's the question. <laughs> so, d- could could, it, this, could this have been the case in some of these accidents? It could be. You you could be, but more likely. Is an accident when you're overweighted because you've got way too much gas in and you're overworking and slight changes in your depth cause great changes in your volume of the gas in your PCD, right? Or dry suit, which causes great lift that you can't control.
1: Right, right. So what they answered was your question speaks to the conflict between our desire in the industry to protect the reef and to ensure diver safety. You're entirely correct in this instance. Your friend was given advice that had him underweighted, which could lead to a
0: missed safety stop or a too fast ascent. Well, I don't think they could tell if he's underweighted or not.
1: No, they can't because uh, (laughs) it's not a subjective thing just by looking at the guy. No. No, I mean, if he got onto the boat, you know, and he's got his BCD loaded with 40 pounds of lead, sure. Hey, I think he got a little bit. Too much weight there. You know, a normal-looking guy with a three-millimeter wetsuit on this reef dive, mm-hmm. you probably don't need that much. But just to arbitrarily say you get six—that's all you get—and yeah and force somebody to dive it that way isn't the the answer either. No, like the answer is.
0: But he couldn't tell. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so the, the answer is,
1: if you're the new guy that doesn't know the amount of weight that you need. You shouldn't be out on the, on the boat doing the, the deep dive. Good right. Point. You should be in doing some sort of a controlled environment where you have the freedom to take you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes and figure your weighting out while everybody else is enjoying a dive. Hey, that's, that's the price you got to pay because you don't know your stuff yet. You're still in the learning phase.
0: Right. You, it is all part of the learning, and knowing what weight you should have is your responsibility as the diver.
1: Yeah, not it's, the dive masters I, yeah, to
0: give you the right one to sit there and and guesstimate. I mean, they can definitely help you if you get out there. You you haven't dived in the ocean a bit, but maybe you should take care of that before you head out on a boat. Well, yeah, yeah. If so I mean, that,
1: that dive master's you know he, he doesn't have a a golden eyeball, you know, to to tell exactly what everybody needs. So that that is your responsibility, which kind of goes back to that whole risk thing that we kind of started off at the very beginning of. You know, people take get into scuba. It's a risky thing, so they want that uh, adrenaline rush. But you're supposed to, after you start learning, realize that you shouldn't get on the, the dive boat every single time. And it's that same big question mark of adrenaline and excitement. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, you're not learning anything, Word. and you're uh, you're you're putting undue stress on yourself as well as everybody else around you.
0: Yeah, just remember that it's not just you on the dive boat. I mean, that's a great point. Yeah, because somebody else is gonna you, you're gonna you're sucking away the attention of the dive master when you're being it when you don't know what the hell you're doing. So if everybody just how much weight do you wear? I, I mean, a three mil. I, I'm thinking of the weight. I don't wear any weight at all with a three mil on my back plate, but my back plate six six pounds negative. So. That's about six pounds. It's about right. And I'm 5'9", 180. Was this you? Was this you? I was taller back then. (laughs) Taller and skinnier.
1: Yeah, so this is a cool little kind of a blow-off
0: dive today. It was. It was kind of cool to look back at the 20, 30 years. In the realm of diving, period, the different gear, the different attitudes, how they looked at nitrox. The personal section. They were they were just out there throwing it out there. I'm uh, looking for a chick to get into dive business with, a partner, single, uh, single dive partner, man. business partner, it's and lover.
1: SMD single, single male diver okay. seeks EFSD, erotic female student diver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you you Forward. wanted a single male diving <laughs> instructor SMDI SMDI seeks. EFSD,
1: erotic female student diver.
0: Hey, TGDP
1: listeners, why don't you send us your best personal ad?
0: Yeah, what would you put into the personals yeah, the, the, if they were still doing that? The
1: Great Dive Podcast personals section. But send us your best ad. That sounds really fun. Come on, come on, guys. This
0: may be opening up Pandora's box. <laughs> That's fine. That's a, that'll be good. Anyway, it was interesting. It was, uh, you know, I like looking back at these. Yeah, uh, I,
1: I, I love going things. through the old magazines for sure. And these are uh, this is a batch that uh, that I'm kind of missing. I've got some really really old ones, mm-hmm. and they, but, so this is a nice mix. So oh, we you we need the to 90s. we need to go yeah. through some of these, especially when we explore some of these topics again. Yeah, because this is some cool stuff.
0: Yeah, I always dug it. So that's why one of the reasons I saved them all. I'm kind of glad I did.
1: Yeah, for sure. Especially for what we're doing now. This is uh, right up our alley. So cool. Hey, gang, on that note, we're going to sign logbooks. And uh, what you need to be doing is pausing the show, going over, giving us a five star rating, throw a little review. Tell us what you like about the show. It'll take you five minutes. It ain't going to take you long. You'll be uh, back on the road. You can pull over to the side of the road right now, or you can uh, tell your boss <laughs> to chill out for five minutes. You've got important work to do. Whatever to whatever, do. You're, whatever you're doing, take a couple minutes and uh, rate and review the show. Then get on our uh, PayPal. Send us 20 bucks so you can uh, get your own Great Dive Podcast t-shirt. And throw another 5 bucks in there so you can get a Don't Touch My F***ing sticker. Slap it on the back of your tank so that when you're getting ready to jump in the boat, you don't have people messing with you behind you.
0: If you throw a hundred bucks in there and an As airline a, ticket, we'll we'll come and sign your logbook personally. I like it. Bring your lucky pen. we <laughs> will bring my lucky pen. But anyway, it was a great dive. It another, was. That, was, that was fun. I had dive. a
1: great time. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Send us a comment and uh, let us know.
0: And until next week. Here, let me uh, let me sign your logbook. Here, sign. And I'll get you here. Get well soon, love, Sammy. Take care, guys. Safe diving.